bringing you back in here high atop Inter-Miami CF Stadium. It is the Square Circle Digest. I am Sean Stanley. Be here with you up till 10 a.m. Then David Dwork will have Chirping the Cats Radio. A lot of Panthers going on. Actually, I think. Oh, no, it changed. Their tip off, or tip off, uh, puck was supposed to drop, I think, January 14th. But now I believe that has been backed up due to COVID situation. So I'll talk to him a little bit about that. I'm sure he's going to cover it as well. Don't forget to be a part of the show, 888-441-4623, or you can text at 844-416-8123. Question for today. Give me someone that did not have a name on the indie scene that WWE developed into a star. I think that's the way I'm going to phrase it. Yes, there you go. We're going to go out to the line now, I believe. Uh, Big Tony's still on hold. All right, we'll go out to Big Tony. Tony, you there? What's up? Hey, what do you got, man? Well, let's see. I got I got two words for what I saw this week in WWE. Foreshadowing. Sean, I, 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 I texted you last night, and I'm I glad that Daniel Bryan won the year, uh, but Grant, I think eventually they're going to get the the. the the uh, they're gonna give, they're gonna have Kevin Owens face a Royal Rumble at 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 uh, against against Roman Reigns. But what I saw this week is foreshadowing what I see because with Bill Goldberg, and I said this is cringe, but it's gonna happen because and I know how Vince and Bruce, good old Bruce, think. Because I'm thinking, okay, this is two scenarios: a Bill Goldberg wins the, the WWE title. He 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 you have a UK a unification match against Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns win it because he's the biggest act, he's the biggest draw, and they need to raise for both shows to help. I can see that maybe he can start his his whole Samoa dynasty, and maybe have the Usos coming back, or Jimmy Uso, I think yeah, Jimmy Uso coming back, and they win the tag team titles. Another scenario I see Goldberg losing him to Drew McIntosh. He'd be the 30th member of the 30 uh, entries in the world, and he win the Rumble and face one rate and WrestleMania and headline WrestleMania. It's for Shari. What I saw wait, Bill Goldberg. Wait, he, wait, wait, Tony, hold on a minute. You're saying Goldberg loses and then gets into the Royal Rumble and then wins the Rumble? You, 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 you see, you, you, you see, you see, you, you've seen that before, right, Sean, in the past, right? Uh, yeah, yeah guy, but for, for guys that need it, I, I don't think Goldberg's that guy that you're going to do that with. Like, if it's a Daniel Bryan, the, I could the, see something like that, but a Goldberg, no. Goldberg's either going to win or lose uh, at exactly. the Rumble. I want to see. I, I want to see if Daniel Bryan win the Rumble. But the thing, the thing is, the thing is, I, I, I see it. I see this happening because it's how Vince think and how Bruce Prichard think, and it's cringe when it, un, uncreated. It's that I'm like, hold up. And, I, and here's the sad thing about this. Even if, uh, this is the thing. Roman Reigns is the biggest heel at in the whole uh, whole industry. He's the one of the top heel in the whole wrestling industry. If he faced Bill Goldberg in a, in a WrestleMania, he's gonna be looking like a silver baby because the, the fans don't like Bill Goldberg. That's the problem with this whole deal. Because oh, we gotta we gotta give him the the, the lead title. Oh, we gotta give him a a spot a big spotlight match. Hell no. But here's the thing. I mean, but, but, but here's here's the thing, Tony, and and then. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll let you finish one more thing, and then I'm gonna have to continue on with my next thought. But here's the thing I have with Goldberg. Okay, 
why not let him? Why not bring him in for the rumble? What what does it cost you? Again, as see, this is saying, in the, your hypothetical situation, he doesn't go back into the rubble and win it. If he goes out there and loses to McIntyre, now McIntyre has beaten Goldberg, so that gives him that little bit of a rub or what's left of it, since Braun Strowman mm-hmm. beat him in about three minutes at WrestleMania the last time we saw him. But mm-hmm. it it'll give him a little bit of a rub to make him that much hotter going into WrestleMania. And again, if they do do McIntyre versus Roman. Now you've set that up pretty good because you have a hot McIntyre oh, I, 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 going I, 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 in against that. That that'd be a perfect scenario for WWE. I don't want to see Bill Goldberg headline WrestleMania, Sean. I, like, I don't think you're going to see that. If you were going to see that, I think what would have happened at Legends Whoa, Night. Please. No, no, listen, listen. I think what would have happened at Legends Night would have been. He laid down the challenge. He wouldn't have laid down a challenge. He would have walked in, pushed McIntyre down kind of done something to him, maybe a spear or something, left. He would not have challenged him, I believe, to a match at Royal Rumble because now th- that's done. There's gonna, be, I believe it's going to be a one match. You get McIntyre either looking hot to go to, to WrestleMania to well, face Roman Reigns I, I, or somebody I, I, else. But I'm, I hoping, I'm, hope, I, I'm hoping I'm hoping WWE do the, uh, uh, that, that same month for them. Oh, they do the right thing. Are you having two uh, – are the, the the best scenario having McIntosh and Roman Reigns face each other at WrestleMania and have, and have a unification match or have Daniel Bryan win the World Rumble and face Roman Reigns because the story is there, Sean. It's going back six years with Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns because, hey, when Daniel Bryan was going to do home, yes, move in, they were trying to get Roman Reigns over as a baby face. The story is there. I thought that yeah, we, we had I, a little tease. I, I just – I think what's going to happen, and this is just me, I think Roman – everybody's got Daniel Bryan as the odds-on favorite. I could see a unification match because I think what's going to happen is the brand, you're going to see the brand split, I think, in soon. And I think that might happen right around WrestleMania. And that that would be a perfect situation to kind of end the brand split. And then that way you look at the ratings on Raw and SmackDown possibly going back up as well. Uh, Tony, uh, you got any parting thoughts before I let you go? Uh, uh, we we go to the next time. AW was awesome. I think uh, having Snoop Dogg in, who WWE don't have a problem with. Somebody came out and said they have a problem. And he's on AW, but it was great. It was a great show. AW and hey, uh, I, I think. Uh, but I will tell you this: one thing about AW, they need to do some more because uh, it's not getting a little boring. Seeing him just do something. I don't think they'll have a match, but have do something on on the show because we okay. The the, the novelty of him just showing up. It's great, but it's entertaining, but he's going to do something besides point in the whole uh, <laughs> the, uh, game of Don't Give Me Up. Well, I love, I love the music, by the way. Uh, I love the state. Yeah, no, music. no. Ruckus has got great music. Or Tony, thank you for the call. And also, on the, the Sting situation, my thinking is this. Why does he have to do anything? Build it up. When he does finally lay hands on whoever it is going to be, that anticipation... Listen, I don't know what their thinking is, if they're going to be able to do. I heard some th- some rumblings that they might move the tapings down here to Miami. Maybe get some more people in the crowd. Have a little bit better audience so when Sting finally gets his hands on somebody, there's a bigger pop. Although the Daly's place, let me tell you something, that place gets loud. It gets loud. We had Justin Hollis on last week, and uh, when you listen to, to the – Reverb in the building. 
it it, it is something else. That, that building is pretty good, man. I, I think they they stumbled into a great situation working that out with everything going on with COVID. And, and, and I thought AEW was great this week, actually. You saw the good brothers come in. You saw the young bucks at the end kind of put their hand up there, not knowing what they were going to do. They put their hand up there, cut off. Are they with them? Are they against them? It's a lot of unanswered questions. You saw the good brothers help out Kenny Omega on Moxley. Again, they built that up well. Uh, you had Sheeta beat uh, Abaddon. And when you look at, uh, I think the women's situation, the women's division has grown. It's grown. It's it's taken a little bit of time. And, and I think a lot of people were, were rushing a little bit. There were some injuries. I believe there were some uh, visa issues also with the COVID situation. But I think they have a great on paper, a great women's division. So much unique talent. Everybody's not the same. I think that's going to build some great matchups now and in the future. And when you watch AEW Dark, the young talent they're bringing on, some of the indie talent they're bringing in, they're, they're getting to watch that talent there. And then also... We talked about it in the first segment. They're starting to develop some guys and gals to the AWA. You have the Nightmare Factory producing some talent for AEW. Now the Rhodes Wrestling Academy with Dustin has opened up in Texas, I believe it is. I think you're going to start seeing AEW. You're, the young talent is there. Now the question goes to, are you going to want to watch that young talent when they start putting them on there? You've seen the acclaimed. You've seen some some of the newer guys debuting and gals debuting. When you don't have the Omegas, the Moxleys, and the cards are just some of that younger talent that you're bringing up. Is, is Pritchard right? When he talked about WWE fans, he says they're afraid of change. They're afraid of anything new. Let me take it a step further. Is that wrestling fans? Are wrestling fans afraid of something new? Think about it. Because we're going to be quick to jump and be like, no, I'm not afraid of nothing new. That's talk. The results are the numbers that come out every week. And those numbers do not back it up every week. So when you look at what AEW is doing, I believe they have a continued success plan. They have a pipeline of talent that is being brought up in the AEW family. I'm not saying all, all the young guys and gals that are training at the Rhodes Academy or Nightmare Factory are automatically going to AEW. I'm not saying that in the least. But they are able from the ground up 
to start structuring everything that they want them to do the AEW way. So I ask you again. AEW looks like they're going to be able to develop some stars. But that result goes to whether you tune in every Wednesday night. The AEW Dark Programming. Do wrestling fans like new things? New performers? Will they get behind them? In my honest opinion, that answer is yes. If you get them to invest emotionally into a character. I go back to Orange Cassidy. The first time I saw Orange Cassidy on AEW, I said, no way I'm going to like this guy. No way. 100% wrong. Darby Allin, same thing. 100% wrong. Went out there and he worked with Cody two, two or three times. You saw him hooked me. That to me is the difference between what's going on in the AEW product and what's going on in the WWE product. WWE is set in their ways. Oh, you know what? We need ratings. Legends night. Meanwhile, AEW is developing their product. Basketball fans rejoice. The Five Reasons Sports Show is expanding. Heat and NBA insider Ethan Skolnick can now be heard every morning here at OnSideRadio.com from 10 to noon 